0: When I'm human, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna blow my horn till the cows come home, and everyone's gonna bow down to me. (laughs) Hey guys, how you doing? It's Michael Leon Woolley, the voice of Lewis the Alligator from the Disney movie The Princess and the Frog, and you're listening to the Magic Our way Podcast with Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Rachel.
1: Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of...
0: The Magic R-Way
2: Magic R-Way Magic R-Way Magic R-Way The Magic R-Way Podcast They are truly magical and whatnot
1: Uh, Santé Sun everyone You are listening to The Magic R-Way Podcast From New Orleans, Louisiana And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it! Feel it! We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRWay.com is where you can find us for this show. We discuss the YouTube channel Mickey View's prediction of a Magic Kingdom with a New Orleans Street, a Desert Land, and no Frontierland. And look... This is your typical polished practice pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, sir. We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you if those new digital road signs at Walt Disney World can do anything
2: other than give you directions. That's right, Kev. We're here to drink, talk some Disney, and tell you whether the Wild West is about to become a ghost town. And it's just- <laughs> 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 Well, with that said, it's as simple as that. <laughs> My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli. <laughs> i'm rachel <laughs> how's everybody doing today <laughs> good i think you got a story to tell don't you <laughs> oh yeah yeah
1: I jeez mercy yeah I, well let me i'll get to that i'll save you for last I, let me check you because mine's not girthy but it's definitely something that is worthy of a oh,
2: don't be too hard on yourself yeah, sir yeah. i've seen it It don't it's play not with it a, girth, small yeah well big, you you, <laughs>
0: you you own that girth kevin
1: I will, you know, so my weekend, or my week, I guess, so it led up to this past weekend where I, as a chaperone, I went on my, my oldest child's first band trip, you know, and we, they participated, the school participated in a state program called Music in the Parks, where they play a little festival, they get some ratings, they get some rankings and stuff against other schools from around the nation. This is all hosted in part by Six Flags as well, so I got to experience a Six Flags park. I'm sorry. I know. I was very trepidatious, <laughs> at, least, at, least, at least this one. Okay, this is Six Flags Over Georgia, which I have apprehension of anyway. I hadn't been there in about, since, I don't know, maybe 15 years or so, mm-hmm. and for good reason. And I was reminded of that reason on this past trip. For a long story short, customer service is not at the forefront of Six Flags Over Georgia. <laughs> and and when, you're, when you have people waiting in line for food for like two hours waiting to get counter service. This is not even sit down. This is just counter service. You know, the line took maybe like 50 minutes to an hour just to get through before you even ordered. Then you ordered. And then they were so confused about what was going on. It got to a point where I, you know, I went to, I ordered a burger and after I was sitting there waiting, everybody else around me got their food. And I'm just like, It's just a cheeseburger. I just ordered a cheeseburger. (laughs) I don't understand what's, you know, I'm seeing chicken tenders come out. I'm seeing the salads come out. I'm
0: like, it's just a cheeseburger. The cows are running away from the chefs. They can't get your burger. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) So at some point, I just waiting so long, I decided to take whatever just came out. And the guy just looked. He's like, is this yours? I was like, yeah. (laughs) So I walk away with some kind of chicken sandwich. And I'm psh.
2: You stole somebody's food? You stole someone's food. Probably
1: so. Yeah, I just got tired. They stole my time, so
2: fair <laughs> Well, <laughs> so, but you, you didn't steal it back from them. You stole it from somebody else, and you stole their time. I know. It's great. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully they enjoy a cheeseburger. Well, That's, uh, yeah. If they even got the cheeseburger, they might have walked away with a salad themselves.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it was, it, was un, it was pretty unreal. So, listeners, if you were in a theme park, specifically Six Flags over Georgia, and you didn't get your food that day... It's Kevin's fault. It's yeah. It's Kevin's no.
0: fault.
1: Absolutely. No, call up the show. We can commiserate. Like, chances are you probably waited another hour before you actually got what you
2: wanted. Damn. So, there you gonna go. Con- they're going to blame you.
1: That's fine with me. No, I can blame, I can blame that whole Six Flags of Georgia Man. management system. Mm. You know, here's the thing. Like you know, Disney does well. They have carts where you can just get drinks. Right. You know, If you just want a bottle of water or like a couple of sodas, you can just go to a cart and get that. Hmm. They don't have that at Six Flags. So if you wanted, like, a bottle of water, I just wanted something to drink because it was a hot day. Yeah. You either got to go through the counter service line or you got to go through a gift shop line. Mm. Well, you may think, oh, gift shop line, not too bad. But not when everybody else is trying to get water, too. Mm. And so it takes you at least, like, 40 minutes just to get a bottle of water in in, in any (laughs) kind of random gift shop. And there's lines everywhere. It was nuts. Mm. Wow. Maybe they were understaffed, but still, you know, I had to, even in the dead of summer when I went 15 years ago, they were fully staffed. And it was still the same experience. You
0: took somebody else's food back then too. No, I didn't <laughs> take anybody else's food back then. Oh, actually, I didn't even get any
1: food. First of all, this was preceded by a lot of bad stuff that happened <laughs> earlier in the park, just like just not good things. And so I went to get the funnel cake. This was 15 years ago, mind you. And so I was like, "This will make the day right if I just got this nice little fluffy funnel cake." Or my actually, my friend was going to buy it for me because he knew I had it such a rough time. He's like, "Get my man one funnel cake. He earned it." Yeah, he's right. He said he earned it. And that kind of person was like, my register broke. (laughs) And so my friend's like, well, there's another register over there. Ring it up over there. Again, she says, my register broke. (laughs) 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 And the little sliding window went closed. Oh! Like what the hell? Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. It broke. It broke. (laughs) She said that. She said it like that second time. Yeah, from extra emphasis. Yeah, you see, <laughs> just so you know, just so I know that it it broke. broke. That's broke. Yeah. So that was fifteen years ago. So that's what I was left off. Oh, the man. taste of my mouth before I entered into this trip. And granted, the people behind the counter were nicer, but still, it was just it was just not
0: it was not good. It's not conducive.
2: I have to no your-
1: desire to go back to Six Flags over Georgia ever again.
2: Well, when your park ticket only costs thirty five dollars, that's what you get. Exactly, you're right.
3: Geez, our Six Flags is way more than that. Oh, really? That's great. Oh, yeah.
2: How much was it? I, I was just making that number off of my head. Oh, okay.
1: yeah, it was, no, it was. It was. I
2: think it was thirty-nine. I think you're right. I mean, oh, wow.
1: yeah hey, So it was thirty-nine, right. and you could purchase what they call the flash pass. So oh. they have something similar, which yeah. I didn't do. And uh yeah, it reminded me why I paid so much for Disney. You know, I know yeah. we complain, and I know there's some things that may be a little bit exorbitant on Disney's side, but at the same time, there's a reason why I pay a lot of money to go to Disney. Sure. It's it's a much better
2: experience. So this <laughs> is like going to a singles club and being reminded why you're married, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Okay. Yeah.
1: But uh, anybody else had a exciting weekend?
2: <laughs> wow, in <that laughs> person. I mean, I thought you were going to tell us about the bus breaking down the way back, and being stuck on the side of the road at a gas station with a bunch of kids and whatnot. But. Yeah, what? That was
1: better than my Six Flags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, exactly. yes, yes.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because that
2: Because we were at a Love's
1: truck stop, and if you have Love's truck stops, they, they do pretty good by you, you know? <laughs> hey. They had a McDonald's, they had a Subway, and those people were there ready to so serve. We pulled up mm-hmm. for a broke-ass bus into the parking lot, and <laughs> immediately we got at the bus and heard, like, hey, welcome to the buses from Louisiana. Hey, there you go. And we were in Alabama, mind you, so they oh. followed it up with it, and for y'all, a big Roll Tide. <laughs> (laughs) Like damn it. That's
3: (laughs) we went to go see the Peter Pan Jr. production this weekend. Mm.
1: Peter Pan Jr. Did you have somebody in it? No? No.
3: No. We just went to go see it. And it was pretty good, but you just can't do the show without the Native American kind of problematic (laughs) like they tried. They tried to like get around it. They called them Neverlandians. Um (laughs) <laughs> they, tried, they tried, but it, it's just the songs you know it's the classic peter pan not the disney version mm. oh yeah yeah uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah yeah but they didn't change the songs but it was good the kids did a good job but it was it was like yep that's right peter pan's still problematic i forgot about that
2: why is the neverlandian red <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah not great well the, wow. the, the
1: full version of peter pan that show actually has a song called Ugga Wug.
2: Mm. that's it that's what i'm talking about which oh, yeah. you
1: could tell what number that is
2: <laughs> you yeah. know <laughs> wow yeah
1: <laughs> pretty interesting well, that's cool yeah, peter pan jr cute
2: Eli and i went to a pool party in the middle of a monsoon yeah
1: yeah i heard y'all got some weather back here man oh god man we terrible. drove through a little bit on the way back but uh, i kept getting alerts It was like flash was, flood watch the river is going
2: very faster than normal what it the was flooding yes mm-hmm. it was damn so, oh my god uh, but it cleared up and finally we, we made it out there and had a good time and Uh, Then we took one of the kids to one of their school fairs. After that, oh fun, yeah,
0: well, yeah, we had a good time. I reminisced uh, actually because where uh, our our friend's daughter went, uh, I used to play the school in basketball when I was in eighth grade, and I was saying I went to a a dance. Well, I just said it was a dance. It was a girl like it was. Okay, it was fun. It was kind of nostalgic.
2: But the girl broke his heart on the dance. Yeah, she did. Yeah, did you come
1: up with a country song about it?
2: Uh, no, but I will work on that. Okay, yeah, good. I will yeah.
0: work
3: on you that. You could
0: launch a new career. <laughs> <laughs> you even just
1: like Hootie.
3: I
0: am going to say, it works for Hootie, and yeah. had a shot. like Avery.
1: What? Things the country lives
0: on. Oh, she broke my heart. I don't even know why she did it. In the basketball court. And I'm talking to the dog, too. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, I just came from a, uh, a work function that had, like, a big crawfish ball. I had been craving crawfish Ooh. for... I think since Friday. it's crazy, right? And, yeah. And that was the other thing, right? When we went to the thing at the school where I got my heart broken at, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get some crawfish. We But the place looked like it was closed down. The crawfish but, joint? Yeah. Because like when we showed up, it was kind of late. So yeah. I was like, hey, well, how much is the crawfish and what I need to do? But uh, yeah, some kid went and talked to some adult. The dude looked at me and was like, let him have it. I was like, oh, oh, really? Yeah. So I was like, well,
2: there's your country <laughs> song for you right there. I took my girl to the old country dance and I <laughs> left with crawfish instead. Oh, my heart <laughs>
0: was broken. And when the, the thunder rolled. And the crawfish freaking rolled. And the water split. flooded. But well,
1: that was nice. A nice saving
0: grace yeah. that yes. event. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. fun, fun weekend. And it's yeah. nice to top it off with the show. Despite
1: the weather, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, everything. Despite breakdowns, it was great.
0: Oh, yeah. couldn't stop us, Jack. <laughs> Did <laughs> not stop us.
1: Well, man, let's. Uh, what do you say we talk about some rumors that have been happening in the world of Disney, man? All, all these things. So, guys, look, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's get to those Magic Kingdom predictions. Here we are in the Hub, the main topic segment of the show. And as I said at the very top of the show... We're discussing some predictions made by the YouTube channel, Mickey Views, regarding uh, retheming of Frontierland and stuff beyond Thunder Mountain and stuff beyond Haunted Mansion, even (laughs) a lot of different stuff that are taking place. And of course, you know, every Disney fan outlet as of late, we're recording this on Sunday, April 16th every Dizzy outlet as of late has been kind of buzzing around with this particular news and predictions of things that are going it's definitely hot on the rumor mill today and you know we figured we would take it, this opportunity just to chat a little bit about it to give her give her a little thoughts and so to give us a full rundown of what's happening we'll turn it over to our travel later rachel rachel what we got going on here what's up
3: yeah so this popped up on a ton of like fan pages I follow and chat communities. It was on our Magic Our Way page. Yeah, a lot of people talking about this video. So I thought it was a good idea for us to talk about it too. The video is called Magic Kingdom's Future, No Frontierland. And like you said, Kevin, it's by Mickey Views. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go check out the video yourself, you can do that on YouTube. They have about 103,000 views right now. I'm sure that's going to keep going up for them. But it is one of their more watched videos. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of opens it up by establishing that he's been talking to his sources. He doesn't say who his sources are for years. Um, So he's like had conversations about this for years. It's been sort of in the rumor mill for years. But he hasn't felt like he had enough real information to talk about until now. Mm -hmm. And so, he says that there's going to be an announcement in the, quote, not too distant future, which is pretty vague. (laughs) Like, what is that? Is that tomorrow? Is that next year? Not too distant. But my guess is uh, if this is something that they're really going to do, that maybe, you know, the destination D in early September might be a time when they would talk about that. It's in Walt Disney World, Mm -hmm. right at the Contemporary. So, um
2: well, if this is going to be something they're going to do, they're going to have to get to doing it soon because right. Tiana is going to be opening up in about, a, what, a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Get to moving, yeah.
3: Yeah, so we'll see. So, yes. then he also kind of takes some time at the beginning of the video to establish some credibility. Uh, he says he aims for a 100%, you know, correct rate. Of course, he does. As um, do
2: we. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> right. Oh, and then he does talk about a couple of things that he called correctly so he reminds people that he was the first person to talk about the castle being painted rose gold for the 50th mm-hmm. and that was six months ahead of it happening he talks about how he was one of the first ones to break lightning lane and how genie plus would change things and i do remember watching that video he did get that right mm-hmm. um so he's a, I think like um moderately credible source. Mm -hmm. I I give this some weight. I think this could be the real deal.
2: Well, even beyond him, I mean, there's been rumors for a while now that Pecosville is going to be going away, replaced with a Tiana restaurant. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Tiana's Bayou Adventure really doesn't fit in Frontierland, so that leaves you to wonder how they were going to incorporate it and what they were going to do. So, yeah, it, it seems like that, coupled with the information from D23, there's been some credible Red-a-bill? Definitely plausible. Yeah. yeah, plausible. Plausible, plausible yeah. That.
3: Yeah.
1: Definitely plausible. Yeah. yeah, this dude's got a lot writing on it, so, because mm-hmm. he's quoting those like previous triumphs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. when, yeah. All
3: right, so let's get into the rumor. So yes. he says, you know, obviously there's theming issues with Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and if they were going to do something... This could be something that they would do, and he's got some pretty good information that this is what they're planning to do. Um, So just talking about Tiana's Bayou Adventure a little bit, um, he does spend some time in the video talking about how it seems like there are going to be very, very few animatronics left over from Splash Mountain. In fact, there might be none that they're going to save and reuse that hmm. they may trash all of those anim- animatronics and not use any of them, which I think previously people were saying that some of them would be repurposed. And now it looks like very few, if any.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I suspected would happen.
3: Yeah. And part of it, he said, is just because they're like old technology sure. and hard yeah. to keep up. And there's a lot of cost to overhead to keep them up. And mm-hmm. so, you know, having fewer overall Animatronics is probably going to be something that the attraction does. And, you know, there's a lot of ways they can do other things, right? Like they can do projection mapping now. Mm -hmm. There's like a lot of other things they can do to add visuals to the ride. So I'm not too concerned about that, but um, that was something he brought up. So then he says, we're going to have this Tiana Bayou Adventure theming issues. They're going to have to do something with Frontierland. And it looks like they're going to just fully convert it to a New Orleans Square like they have at Disneyland. Okay. So it would be that whole frontier land would change over to New Orleans Square, but the Shooting Gallery and the Diamond Horseshoe would be part of Liberty Square.
1: <laughs> the Shooting Gallery would be feeding to the east, yeah, right. <laughs> Interstate Ten in the east, yeah. Shooting the Gallery. War. That's right, yeah. <laughs> there's no lights on it. Yeah, there's no light, uh, no working street lights, and it's just you just yeah. Good yeah. luck.
3: You're at Lexington and Concord, and Paul Revere right? That's by. right.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you shoot yes. at you shoot at crackheads instead of like people on horses or people in the driving
1: around a car. You have like a oh, little. Well, they shoot at you. They shoot. Yeah, back they at shoot you? back. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, the shooting gallery will shoot back at you.
0: Yes.
2: I, like, I like how y'all have the frontierland shooting arcade themed after New Orleans. And Rachel's like, no, it's in Liberty Square. Yeah, it
1: is. <laughs> yeah, <they're laughs> <screen>, yeah, whoops, <laughs> it's on the it's yeah. on the uh, you know the transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's on the fringe. <laughs> so
1: whereas we shoot at Paul Revere, Paul Revere shoots back at us. Uh, yeah, so it's very new orleans easty meets liberty, liberty. Square, <laughs> liberty
0: east and you know power we
1: taking i-10 through the east <laughs> and the it's dangerous yes yeah liberty All down on his way that. up north
0: yeah. that, that's how we want it yeah, it was one horsepower Just that's right mix it up <laughs> hybrid yeah
3: so yeah but it would like liberty square is the idea that it, liberty square would now extend down to there and after that point which is right around country bears mm-hmm. things would start to become new orleans square Okay. So Liberty Square to New Orleans Square, which is fun for us. I feel like, like I'm from New England. You're all from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It just puts us right next to each other.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, yay. <laughs> Look at that. We started something here. Yeah. Yes, we did.
3: It was totally us. It's uh, our fault. <laughs> so um, that the first thing you would come to if you're coming from Liberty Square into this new New Orleans Square is Country Bears. And so they would have to do something with that. And what Mickey Views says that they may be doing with that. Is re theming Country Bears to a previous version of Country Bears, which was like a vacation hoedown. Yeah. Mm. Did you ever see that? I never did.
2: I'm, oh, I've seen hoes get down in the French Quarter before, but. Which would <laughs> be accurate to the theming
1: of the area, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. In, yeah. In the Dance Quarter, with. a hoedown means a whole lot different. Of- <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. yes. Especially out by Liberty East. Yes. yes. Liberty East. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want. To, I want to say I did see that one version once.
2: I've never seen that
1: one. I, I vaguely yeah. remember. Then when I saw the video, I was like, I kind of remember this. I will have to look through my old v- high eight tapes. Oh my god! See oh. if I got any. Go look of through that. your VHS. Yeah. To see. Okay. Yeah, my VHS. c and see if I. Yeah, got any but of that. they
3: said there might be some like crossover too, where they like talk about a vacation at Disney World. Like it might get very uh, self-reflective there. And oh, meta. So that, meta. Yeah, he uses the word meta. Yeah, <laughs> which I think it's like isn't that copyrighted now? I don't know. Uh, facebook
1: (laughs) Facebook and instagram meta yeah
3: (laughs) but anyway so they might do that with the show which i know some people will want to chain themselves to country bears instead of having it be switched over
1: yeah yeah i've heard that
3: i'm not one of those people but i do feel for them Mm -hmm. the big country bear fans
2: Mm -hmm. i love country bears but well we'll wait until everything yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, okay let everything present
3: Yeah, so there would be all new animatronics in Country Bears.
2: They would have
3: the same kind of characters, but the animatronics themselves will be updated. Okay. New new technology. I
2: could be down with that, yeah. That'd be weird to go new animatronics, but old audio. It's interesting. They'd have to read the audio. Yeah, yeah. well,
3: I think they're going to update that audio, too. I don't think it's going to be exactly the same, but it's like that that idea of the show. Okay. So you go through, Country Bears is now changing, it's mm-hmm. rethemed. The rest of it is now changing the facades of all those stores that are there mm-hmm. to New Orleans Square. And then you get to Pecos Bill, and that would be converted to Tiana's Place. Okay. Yeah, that's and it yeah. seems like at the beginning of the video, he seems to say it would be a table service restaurant. But then in like later in the video, he says counter service.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what he was saying. That with large dining area. I remember that. Yeah,
2: yeah I kind of got the impression that he was trying to make it sound like you know, he was peeking out of both sides of his mouth, but uh, I think what he's trying to say is that there will be a counter service, but maybe that there's a table service option. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know.
3: And I, like you said, Danny, this piece of it had already been being reported yes. much more widely, mm-hmm. um, that this had been something that has been – Kind of out there. Yeah, yeah. Like he had a picture of Imagineers already in there, like sizing up the place. <laughs> like, yeah. Move yeah. out, Facos. Yeah, they've
2: mm-hmm. been talking about this for a while, and that kind of makes sense to me because I mean, I think that's half the allure. I mean, if you think about it, why use Tiana in Splash Mountain when that causes you to retheme? I mean, you could have changed Splash Mountain to any number of things that would have fit in Frontierland mm-hmm. and never touched. Anything else? I think half the reason to bring Tiana there was to do Tiana's place mm-hmm. Right. and have a new upscale restaurant.
1: Absolutely, Up, well, which not, they could not definitely, upscale, yeah.
2: but yeah, better
1: a better. Yeah. Th- It'd be yeah. nice if it was upscale. They could use, definitely use one another one. I would
2: agree, or
1: one.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, so Pecos Bill will be rethemed to Tiana's place, and like you said, Danny, too. With why do it? The whole f- story of Tiana's Bayou Adventure is food themed.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: Um, so they even like went further and made it a food themed story.
2: Yeah, Tiana's foods. And then I mean, yeah. they have talked openly about doing beignets. I mean, so if you can do right. beignets, you're gonna need a place to serve beignets. Mm-hmm. You can do a place to serve beignets. Why not have a, a restaurant connected to it? Yeah, right. Makes yeah.
1: sense. I mean, New Orleans is sense. on the Mississippi River, and you got the rivers of America. I, so that's exactly what sense. I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. makes sense.
3: So then he says, and I, I think this is right. So okay, we can all get on board with this, like, or m- maybe not. Maybe we're not on board with it, but we can all understand a retheme of Frontierland.
2: I was going to say some listeners are sharpening their pitchforks. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get to
3: opinions yet. I'm just meaning like yeah. objectively. Okay, Almost that makes sense.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: but now you have Big Thunder Mountain, which makes zero sense. Yes, none at all. Right. Next to New Orleans. I don't know. You know, and then it's not part of anything else. Um, It, you know, things would just stop there. Okay. And so what he's saying is, and this makes a lot more sense to me because I know when I was watching D23 and Josh DeMauro started talking about blue sky, Mm -hmm. he lost me. I was like, what, what are we talking about? Like, but this makes a lot of sense. And so I, all of that now that I think back to it is like, oh, Okay. I wish we had had way more context at Mm -hmm. the time. So if this is what really happens, I think it makes D23 make a lot more sense. Oh, yeah. So there's all these expansion pads there, all this land that they want to develop. And that that was this idea of beyond Big Thunder Mountain, what goes beyond Big Thunder Mountain. And so Mickey Views is saying that this is going to be a Southwest-themed fantasy-style land. So, we're going to have Coco, we're going to have Encanto, and that Big Thunder Mountain is going to be kind of more, like, the southwest part of that story is going to be more highlighted.
2: Okay,
1: okay.
3: So, you're going to be going into more of, like, a southwest land. And then... uh,
2: No, I was just going to say, kind of like the United States, like, Mexican border kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Sure, yes, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, you're kind of going into there. And then... Now you would have one more open expansion pad in between this Southwest land and Haunted Mansion, and you would need to connect them somehow. And that's where he got into this idea of the villains-themed land, that villains would be a transition from Haunted Mansion to this Mm Southwest-themed land.
2: It's like he took a lot of rumors and things that were spoken about, not necessarily confirmed, but spoken about, And figured out a way to combine them together into something that would make sense. Makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so he says this is probably about a decade of development. Kind of like New Fantasyland. You know, when they announced that and then it was quite a while until it was fully finished. So there'd be phases and all that kind of stuff. But that might be the larger vision for Magic Kingdom. And the last part of it is just that Tom Sawyer's Island for now looks like it would stay. Which is kind of surprising. For a lot of reasons. Yes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> for yeah. a lot of reasons. But yeah, that was that was it. That was the report. So I had a couple of questions for you all. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, just my first question was like as New Orleans residents, what do you think about like the theming issues? Because my initial thought when they first announced Tiana's Bio Adventure was, yeah, that doesn't go with the theming. Does Disney care anymore about that? Can't we just like yada yada that?
0: (laughs) That's my question.
3: Like, I don't know. I've never been to New Orleans. Is it yada yada a bull? Is that possible? Or they got to do something? Well,
2: I'm just like, that's a new term now on the
1: show. It's yada yada. yada yada I like that. Yada
2: yada. It certainly seems like it. I mean, it it certainly seems as though Disney is sensitive about. Everyone else's culture and customs, except New Orleans. Yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, not in New Orleans, no problem. It's a salt dome. I yeah, I don't know of any ninety feet salt domes in New Orleans, let alone one in a <laughs> swamp. But uh, uh, why not? <laughs> let's, yeah, why let's not? go ahead and do that. Why not? They'll like it. My biggest issue with this, yeah, is okay. So then, let's go with that. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that. Then, basically, what you've done now is you've cut off. As you said before, big thunder from the rest of Frontierland, so that's kind of on its own. So now Frontierland just lost its two e-ticket attraction, and basically everything that made it special. All it is now is a street. Right. Well, right. that's it. <laughs> we get less than half a block. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all. That's all, that's all we Pretty get. much. I mean, You just wants the want some beignets. Yeah. The good thing about New Orleans Square in Disneyland is it's open. You can kind of go in and explore you meander and, like you would be mm. in the court yeah, yeah. wine through it you're not going to be able to do that here but th- obviously the the primary focus here is to go ahead and get tiana's restaurant in there as well so i understand again i guess a bit about what they're doing it's just that the one issue i really 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 have with this is the country bears mm-hmm. like no <laughs> 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 like okay you, you you want to do Swamp Mountain, do Swamp Mountain. That's fine. But the country bears playing country music in the French Quarter? No. No. I, jazz, sure. Rhythm and blues, okay. Zydeco. Zydeco, I'll take that. But yeah. country.
3: Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> I, I, that's enough. No more. No. It, we're the birthplace of jazz. We're right. known for jazz. Like Again, there's a couple of different styles of music that we could go with here. Country, I mean, could you could you find a country music venue in the quarter? Sure, maybe, yeah. But yeah, we got, we got one of those what coyote uglies. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but they ain't known for country. Right. they it ain't is, know for country. That's yeah. like going to McDonald's and ordering a salad. Like McDonald's is not known <laughs> for salads; they're known for hamburgers. <laughs> Come on, right. get you a mixed salad, boy. So it, sure. yeah. No, that's the one thing that I I really can't. I have a trouble accepting, like I. I And I hate it because not only are you losing Frontierland, but now you're kind of forcing me to call for the removal of the Country Bears or at least the relocation of it because you either need to rehab, move, or... uh do something like, I, I don't know, man, like maybe like a House of Blues style kind of thing where that would be cool. Yeah. Where they change the bears over and well, all or, the bears
1: would just have to be Louisiana black bears and, that, they're, much they smaller, and
2: they're much smaller and mm-hmm. get some alligators in there and, and a
1: couple of Nutria singing. Mm-hmm. A sing,
2: I'll cut kind of all right. that singing, singing trio of Nutria. <laughs> You're going to be changing beloved characters. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to have to yeah. change a big owl. You're going to have to change liver lips. You're going to have to. Change them all, or at least make them the background bear band or whatever. Or cousins, these are cousins from down to buy you. Maybe, like, you can rechristen them like the, the rebirth bear band, or the- <laughs> well, maybe their heads will bear take Bears. the place of
1: Buff Max and whatever. That the Neville
2: be- Bears, you know? <laughs> you know, like the Neville, the Neville Bears, yeah. yeah the, the, each of them are like a Neville brother. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. Yeah, I, you got the I, one with the mole that goes ah. <laughs> oh yeah oh or the five hundred four bears <laughs> <laughs> like do like a rap theme oh and you can oh, have man. like cause we got a, New Orleans has a lot of great rappers I, I took it to
1: the six ten Stomper Bears <laughs> oh there you go a bunch of dancing bears
2: I'll, I'll, but you can't just stick a country music act we can only have yeah. half a block and yet you're gonna make it a country music thing yeah no that's not New Orleans that you're just bastardizing Louisiana our, yeah. The culture, which is what brought this all, of this was the origin for all of this in the first
0: place. Was, yeah, was about all the culture, wokeism.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll do. I'll accept a Zydeco Cajun type place like that because I mean, that's I they have that. bayous and swamps and all kind of stuff like that. That fits. Yeah. Like, yeah, why not?
3: I'm not a huge Country Bears fan, so that's cool, it's not. I don't yeah. dislike it. I just you know, like if I go to the Magic Kingdom and I don't go see Country Bears. I don't go back to my resort at the end of the night and like, Oh my God, guys, yeah. we didn't make it to country bears. <laughs> like I just, it's not on my, you know, no,
2: I'm with that. But like on a, on a crowded day where it's the kids nice. are bored and they want to go do something, but you got nothing lined up to go like, okay, this is a good little thing to kind of sneak into and, and yeah. catch for a little bit. But do I necessarily need it to be there? Like I love the country bears. I do. Right. But they keep twisting and shaping our culture to Fit their IP right and their that agenda, I don't yeah. like,
0: yeah, their agenda, yeah for, yeah, for sure. Well, I always think of it as a, a nice little stopgap. I don't mind them having to like uh revise the characters of it, but not change it so much so that I don't recognize what it is, especially for a place that I'm already from. So <laughs> that's that would be my one thing. And as far as like beignets and stuff that they're serving, well. Kevin, I mean, you know how this goes. We we throw beignets down like ninjas throw down stars. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> pretty much, yeah, we could probably go in there and show them how it's done. Yeah, they can they can
1: hire us and we can make it beignets.
3: Here's what I want to know: How accurate are the Disney beignets?
2: Not very.
1: Yeah, they're not bad, but it's uh, it's a it's like a it's different a type. Different, of yeah. dough.
2: yes.
3: Have you had the the boozy ones at French Quarter Resort?
1: I have not. I'd be curious.
2: I didn't know they had that. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine those
3: to be more accurate. They're more like rectangular and pillowy, but like sort of hollow in the inside. Yeah. And and they put the pipette of booze in there, and it fills up the hollow inside. Why? Why
1: haven't we tried this yet?
2: (laughs) I was was going to say New Orleans makes drunken snowballs, drunken everything. Like, how come? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a good idea.
3: The rum chata is excellent.
2: Wow!
1: So if if the description is as you say, Rachel, then yeah, the the beignet is definitely more pillowy. Yes. More soapapia like. If you're familiar with soapapias, it's except for soapapias are a little bit thinner of a uh, a dough versus a beignet. Yeah, Yeah, it's flakier. Whereas beignets, yeah, beignets a little bit cakey, but it's more pillowy. If it's too uh, like doughy, then it's bad it's beignet. Bad. We, we we toss those aside and cook them. Cook the bad. Yeah.
2: yeah. For new listeners, Kevin yeah. and Eli did used to work over at Café Du Mans.
1: which is one of the one of the two big beignet joints. And uh, even within city, oh, it's like so cool. yeah, we did that all yeah. through college, man. Like, yeah. I think I did five and a half or something like that. All right, so pardon us, listeners. We ran into some issues with our internet here in New Orleans, speaking of. Yeah. And uh, so we had to switch over to our backup phone option. So that's why Rachel's going to sound a little different as if she's speaking through her phone because literally she, she is. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> that's exactly what she's doing. So, yeah, so we'll continue our conversation in this manner. Yeah. Uh, so that nothing, because we know our phone's reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Cox, dang it. Not reliable at this moment in time. Burn in hell, Cox. Yes, yes. So
2: anyway, yeah. So where were we? We're talking about, oh, whether or not, as New Orleanians, we're uh, okay with this. this. And um, I think that's the one aspect of this that I'm not okay with. As a New Orleanian, this angers me. Yeah. I'm going to reserve full judgment until... We see what the end plan is going to be because obviously this is speculation. So I'll reserve judgment until we, we get a, a more official announcement on what they're going to do. But, yeah, I don't understand how they're going to take half of a street turning into New Orleans and make that somewhat believable and keep a country bear show <laughs> with right. a mountain. That's really – yeah. Assault dome, or
1: whatever. I can minus the country bears. I can kind of deal with it because we do have that street decatur, which is has the New Orleans kind of facades looking thing, but it's also closer to the river. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they took that little wooden boardwalk and kind of made it like our moonwalk, we have mm-hmm. a wooden boardwalk called the moonwalk. Yeah, it, and and we have a little park Waldenwood Park that's on the river. Mm-hmm. You could have justify that transition from the quarter all the way to the river. You know, because mm-hmm. basically, other than that, like right on the river here, guys, it's just wharfs. Mm-hmm. and stuff so i would almost suggest you move the dock for the the, the liberty bell over to us because <laughs> then we have a steamship and that's pretty much typical you want to take a picture of the river well hell there's a freaking natchez in my way yeah <laughs> so might, you might as well do it and throw a calliope on that sucker and then yeah, you got it made there's new orleans but yeah the country bears piece i'm 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 not sure about that's uh you know i, I don't mind country bears i like country bears it is a classic attraction but then also Walt said it's not supposed to be a museum. So.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I get the whole idea of it's not supposed to be a museum, but there's also the saying that if it ain't broke don't fix it. Yeah, and but, uh, yeah, no. The country <laughs> The yeah. country bears thing yeah. works. <laughs> it just won't work in New Orleans. No, it won't. No. no. Yeah. And if we're going to be true to the theming, which by all indications I don't think they really care all that much about. Like I said, for whatever reason, New Orleans just seems to be that fix-all. They sprinkle some of our little dust on there, and boom, it fixes any problem they have with their IP. <laughs> they can make where, it where they, anywhere. we the
1: goof-off for Disney. Yes,
2: yeah. that are the gumbo. <laughs> nice. So,
3: and I'm wondering, with all this, so the retheme of the Country Bears, Frontierland going away, you kind of brought up Walt, like, that was one of the questions that the YouTuber who put all this out there raised was like would Walt be okay with no frontier land.
1: This is true. Mm. That was one of his
2: babies. It was. Look, if this was in Disneyland, I could see there being an uprising. Mm-hmm. Especially with the golden horseshoe. In Disney World? I mean, Walt never even I don't even know that Frontierland was on his mind <laughs> at all. I think he was more worried yeah, about Yeah, we don't know. Walt wouldn't have been okay with Epcot. This is where we're going to start asking questions. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Good point. Good point. Ah, That's indeed. I mean, he would have pulled the plug on this project once Epcot was not going to be what he wanted it to be. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm I'm okay with Magic Kingdom not being an identical clone to Disneyland.
2: I I, 100%. So if
1: I want to go see the original Frontierland, I'll I'll go out to Disneyland for Mm -hmm. sure. Sure. Um, If we're going to have something a little different, I mean, granted, New Orleans is not that far from Walt Disney World. No. But, you know, I'm all for any injection of our culture into things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All things Zinzi, I'm fine with that. And I also thought about the transitions from the different lands. You know, so if you're coming from Caribbean Plaza area and you transition to New Orleans, you know, that kind of works for me. You know, I've been told before that New Orleans is like the northernmost tip, quote unquote, of the Caribbean because of our culture and the styles of music and all the influences that are similar to what people in the Caribbean have experienced. And then, you know, if you go out just west, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're going into Texas, and that's all, like, desert. flat Flatland, wow. and just, that's it. So I guess in that respect, the transition that way, I'm okay with. Maybe a stretch to get to, like, Liberty Square from New Orleans, but I don't know, maybe maybe we just well, all travel along the Appalachian s- Mountains.
2: You go from Fantasyland into Liberty Square. Yeah. I mean... The With more of a that, transition, I guess
1: it's not a, because there's a uh, there's an actual thing you walk under, which is right. always congested. So mm-hmm. it's like another curtain to change the scene. Uh, Whereas okay. I'm curious to know how they would change the scene between New Orleans to Liberty Square. I'm sure they have an idea, but I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I always no. well that kind of brings us to Pecos Bills because I always thought of Pecos Bills as the transition from Adventureland to Frontierland, mm. Mm. and so now it would be rethemed to Tiana's place. And what I want to know is, what would have to be on the menu? You guys know best. What would have to be on the menu oh, at Tiana's place? Easy, mm. yeah.
2: Jambalaya, gumbo. Yes, yep. Some old kind of. crawfish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, have mock shrimp. barbecue shrimp. Yeah, of ben- fried chicken. Oh, Southern fried chicken. Uh, bananas be- foster for dessert. Must have. Mm-hmm. Um, Sauce
1: pecan or any kind of pecan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good transition. And that's the thing I was talking about with transition between Caribbean Plaza and here. We do have, because we're a port city, a lot of those same things came through our ports like you would find in the islands, the West Indies and stuff.
2: Oh, you need a muffalata. Oh, you do. You got to have a muffalata. Yeah. Ooh, do you have a king cake as a dessert? No, Not just, in, no, only there in Gras. Bananas Foster—that's that's the traditional. And, and I'm talking about the one where they light it on fire at your table. Yeah, <laughs> they gotta have that. Bananas oh. Foster would be good. Um, hurricane I don't
0: Daiquiri it, for a drink. Go ahead, talk.
2: I don't think you're gonna see a whole lot of that because I mean, I think you'll see a kind of simplified version of it because I mean, people lost their mind over head-on shrimp over at Skipper Canteen. Yeah,
1: and head-on head-on shrimp here, head-on anything is no problem. Yeah, right? yeah just it,
2: crack it right off. In <laughs> fact, head-on yeah. is kind of more. The norm. Yeah, yeah. you
1: keep the heads and you can make a stock out of it. And you got like awesomeness
0: later. I just had crawfish today. So I'd be popped the head off. You suck the the tail.
3: Mm I remember as a kid having the having crawfish etouffee the first time. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was in heaven. That was was so good.
1: Etouffee. You got to have that too. I forgot about that. That's That's a good good one. one. Turtle soup. Oh yeah, You gotta have turtle soup. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtle soup be good. But I
2: wouldn't mind a boudin cart, like
1: a turkey leg cart. Ooh, mm-hmm. I need a little snack. Let me get me some boudin. Yeah, Gosh. get
2: that. Do you think there's a chance in hell we're gonna get any like? No, uh, we'll <laughs> get like a bastardized version. I, I no no doubt, but uh, there's no way we're getting an authentically done no. experience. No. I, there's no way.
3: I would say if people, if I had clients that were staying at the Port Orleans resorts. I probably would. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would recommend. I guess, like, rec- recommend eat whatever you like. But mm-hmm. that's if you're staying at Port Orleans and you're doing this restaurant at Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. that's a lot of New Orleans cuisine in your Walt well, Disney World vacation.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I look, hey, when I leave here, it's it, part of it is to escape the New Orleans cuisine. That's yeah. what I'm thinking.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> just try something different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we love our cuisine, but you know, you yeah, we're open to other stuff.
2: Yeah, and look, I'm I'm cool with the idea of them including us. I just don't like the fact that we just seem to be the Band-Aid on the broken leg <laughs> 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 that they use when they We don't know how to make this just New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. They cook
1: it up for them. I mean look. Celebrations at work in New Orleans. New Orleans. Golden Oak's failing. <laughs> New Orleans. Culture
2: problems. New, New Orleans. Orleans Oak. <laughs> but we already said Frontier Land is going to be losing its two E attractions, and therefore most of what made it special. So essentially all you're left with is a street. So I just... Part of what bugs me here, and this is kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit, is mm. I've seen a lot of people up in arms about this. And I'm kind of left scratching my head wondering, where did y'all think this was going? Mm. Like, I don't know about y'all, but me for sure i'm really glad they're actually trying to make sense of the placement of tiana's bayou adventure rather than just sticking a swamp in the middle of the wild west and saying deal with it you know i'm glad that they're making an effort to do something and figure this out and make it better
3: oh me too i told you i thought they were just gonna do it yeah and be like yeah. forget it who cares anymore
2: <laughs> so if if we can't have a cartoon rabbit because it's historically insensitive how the hell are we supposed to have an entire land based on a time period known for its historically bad behavior? Yes, indeed. Mm. I mean, we're talking about the Wild West here. Uh, what's it known for? I mean, close your eyes. Oh, all yeah, Close your eyes. Real quick, yeah, are looking at it. Oh, your- oh, okay. I say the Wild West. Tell me the first thing that pops into your mind. Emilio Estevez. <laughs>
0: no, I know exactly what pops in my head. What's what? that? Shooting of... Um, how do you say it appropriately? Lynching? Cow- Lynch. Native Cowboys and Indians. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: Gunfights, yeah. gamblings, Gun outlaws, hangings, <laughs> <saloons, laughs> basic lawlessness. Winter of the night. Yeah.
0: The old road to Mexico.
2: I mean, yeah, the Blackbird Trail. Yes. <laughs> like, Run them cattle. If a cartoon rabbit that was actually created by African-American people, mm-hmm. stories were retold by generations of black people, and they said, no, 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 no because a movie was made about these people that we didn't think was historically accurate, we want that all gone. How the hell did they think the the Wild West was going to survive this? Well, you know, there's
0: not as many... <laughs> Uh, Native Americans out there just, you know, they they, they got them kind of off to the side doing mm. their thing. So, <laughs> you know, that's unfortunate, but. Uh, well, but, I yeah. mean,
2: was the Wild West really all that kind of Chinese immigrants, sir? No!
0: <laughs> it's actually. No, yeah. like, they would blow up Chinese people because that's how they had railroads. Like, I'm not even making that yeah, up. No, I, I, no, I, no. No, they would put them in the bucket with dynamite and they go, oh, good luck. Yeah, so, yeah, no, that's going to be tough to recreate, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Dynamite Road. I don't know who wants to get on that. <laughs> but, no, that's it. But, uh, but back to it yo that's a that's a great point and it's really something where i like the thought of the land expansion as far as like eating up crowds but yeah how it's themed is okay what's the last television show you saw on any form like even disney plus if you want so we can keep it disney centric that had westerns in it like a new like here's a new
2: western boom well, let alone a Western that would fit. Like, what can Disney do in their theme park with Westerns nowadays? Nothing. There's going to be no gunfights in the streets over at Disney. You're not going to see any Western gunfights. Tombstone Land. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. Longer. <laughs> and no offense to everybody out there. I get it. If you're a traditionalist, you're up in arms about that. Sure. Mm. But it's done. It's spent. It's dead. Whereas a new land based on the Southwest, that eliminates all the troublesome old Wild West tropes that Disney can't really play around with too much. In twenty twenty three, while allowing for some Latin American diversity with Coco and with canto. Encanto, maybe you can throw an Emperor's New Groove in there. I don't know. Cars, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> know. <laughs> take the cars out west. Uh, Route sixty six. I am thinking like, imagine a, a new land set in a Mexican village as a marketplace, Adobe houses with the balconies and and the paper streamers that uh, you know that, that hang. It would be perfect during Halloween time when they can kind of switch into a Day of the Dead kind of theme. but they have a whole village. like That would like, be kind of cool. Picture Santa Poco from the Three Amigos. Guys, you know, like, is it, that
1: touchstone? Oh,
2: my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally win.
2: I could see it being really a magnificently done thing, and it would solve a lot of their problems. And then the frontier aspects that you feel like you want to continue on, whether it be Country Bears, whether it be the shooting arcade or whatever the hell it could be, you move it out that way.
1: Yeah, you know, you, you yeah. described that it reminds me of like a ondapur in an Animal Kingdom, how well detailed it is and you have mm-hmm. like the little festival flag streamers flags, whatever they call it. Yeah. Hanging all over the place. That would be kind of a the cool prayer look. Prayer
2: flags. Yes, yes, prayer, prayer. flags, yeah. That's that what they call cool. Okay, yeah. my bad. Well we're yeah. all yeah. Disney fans here. Let me I'm I'm gonna make y'all a deal. What if I told y'all we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get rid of Frontierland? We won't get rid of a single attraction that you like. We might retheme a couple, but the attractions will remain the same. Plus, we're going to give you two new attractions, one based on Kanto, one based on Coco, and a whole new Villain's Land to go with it. Would you take that deal? Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, 100%.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I
1: mean I throwing the fact, I mean, the video even mentions this, that they're going to re- you know, redo the bear animatronics mm-hmm. from the hydraulics to the new electronic things. As long as it's not the projected face, I'm not a fan of the projected face so much. Yeah, me too. Because they, they have a master transitioning that they've
3: been getting away from that too. Though, if you look at the stuff yeah. they're doing in Japan and in France, yeah. they're they're not doing the projected faces anymore.
1: Good, yeah, because it's like they always, they always feel like they had trouble transitioning from the projected face to the rest of the body. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just looks out of place.
2: But it does the super yeah.
1: articulated faces that they're doing now with all the different. Pieces mm-hmm. of the cheek and eyes and stuff. Yeah, totally play with that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that the, the bear just like, you know, whatever. Just look better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. room.
3: So, I was going to say, just to prep for today, I watched this video a couple times. And one of the times I watched it, I watched it with my six-year-old. And he was, like, I thought he wasn't even paying attention. He was so pumped about this idea Like, he did not care about... He didn't even really... He was like, what's Frontierland, Mom? (laughs) And then they got to um, Encanto and Coco, and he was just, like, over the moon excited. He's like, are they really going to do this? Are they going to bring this, Mom? I want to go to that.
2: That's a good idea. I'm excited. Yeah, I I would absolutely be 100% excited to see this. I'll be excited to see this. I mean, look, will it be sad? Because it is, yeah, a a Walt-created land. That will still exist in Disneyland because they don't have any of these theming problems because right. Tiana's Bayou Adventure fits perfectly in New Orleans oh, that's Square. Right. I mean, shoot, you can't even have a saloon in, in the Magic Kingdom because there's no drinking. That's part of Western culture. Yeah, Saloons. I can never get a sarsaparilla. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I need a whiskey straight up. Yeah. No, no, I'm totally down with that.
3: What do you want to see in the villain's land? Because I, I think Coco and Canto, okay, I, I agree with you, Danny. I think it's like one attraction each. Yeah. And they're going to be beautiful. But then, like, what do we do with this villain's land? Is so... And I feel like it's a, just an underdeveloped idea. They've just mentioned it. Like, what do we want to see?
2: Hades barbecue. It's Hades <laughs> barbecue, yes. So Rachel brings up a really interesting thing that I've often thought about. And I don't know how a villain's land would work. It's been talked about and people have wanted it forever and i've wanted to see it but i don't know how it would work how would a villain's land work that's a great question because i mean how the villain only exists because you have heroes that the villain is trying to stop it's like how do you make a a land on villains without including any heroes i mean
0: there's a mm, there's a couple of ways i don't know if Again, we're not, I'm not an Imagineer, but I mean, if you put them up against something else, then they don't become villains anymore. That's the main problem. They now become the an anti-hero. Oh, right. So you well, can't have that. You can't tell a story in a ride of them triumphing. I mean, can you?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> not over not over the not over the, the protagonist, unless, they, unless it's a dream sequence of some
2: sort. But that's a good point. Merchandise though, it would skyrocket. Unless what you did was kind of like a more mature kind of universal style, hey man, these are gonna be some kick ass coasters. And you're gonna get the Hades coaster and you're gonna get the uh, Doctor Facilier coaster or something like that. Dark ride. A dark ride, that's what I'm saying, is like I don't get it. Like in a dark ride you like it's not like Magic Kingdom suffers from a lack of villains. You no, know, villains are normally included in the ride, right?
3: What do we think is the biggest money villain? Like, which one brings in the most money? What one will they feature?
0: Maleficent. Mm, yeah, probably. That's the first. That's your yeah. That's your your go to. I gotta get. Yeah, I gotta
2: agree with Eli here. I think it's Maleficent. Yeah, 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 Maleficent. Let's put yeah. it like this: Maleficent is such a popular villain that they remade the movie of Sleeping Beauty live action and completely buried Sleeping Beauty and called (laughs) it Maleficent. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And made her the hero by turning her into a good guy. Right. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah, That's true. And that
3: her daughter, right Mal, is the star of the Descendants.
2: Right. Yeah, Mal. Mm Mm-hmm. She was actually, like if you read the Kingdom Keepers book series, uh, Maleficent is really the head of, of the villains. I mean, she's... Yeah, she's a quintessential villain. You got to go with maleficent. Yeah, pretty. yeah. yeah
1: the only thing that, that I could see it working for a whole entire land is like that's where all the heroes. It's like a jail, you know. This is that's like a, this is where the the magic is keeping all the villains at bay, mm-hmm. so that they don't wreak too much havoc in that fantasy world.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So they, well, that's
3: like the plot of Descendants. They put right. them all on an island,
1: and then that's that's the part I was thinking of because my kids watch Descendants. Is like they just willy-nilly throw everybody up in there (laughs) Mm -hmm. regardless of who they are and they got kids and they're all in school together regardless of what time period they're in so I figure it's going to be something really just disjunct havoc laden land
0: I mean Mm -hmm. you you can you know maybe make a story where it's kind of like this um, Batman animated series episode it was like almost got him you know where
2: they uh, all sit there telling stories about how yeah they almost almost got their their protagonist
0: uh, in some sort so uh, that way you could have like a I guess, like an adventurous club kind of thing with villains in it, they're singing or, or,
2: or cool. taking yeah. something up on you. I mean... It's going to be things like that. Like, yeah. if you did, like, a restaurant, yeah, you can have a villain in there. If you're mm-hmm. doing a coaster, yeah, you can put a villain in there. If you're doing a dark ride that's really telling a story, uh, Bald Mountain would be a good one to do. Right. Because you're just seeing scenery from Fantasia. Like, that would be a good one to do Like you're, if you're going through, like, on a, on a water ride or something like that. I could see that, but... um, yeah, the Villain's Land thing is interesting to me. I want to see what they come up with. It. I, I'd, I'd love to know how they would make that come to life. Have you
3: ever read that um, it's like the very true story of the Three Little Pigs? And it's the Three Little pig story, but it's told from the perspective of the Big Bad Wolf.
2: No, so, I haven't read that. Oh, it's, mm. like
3: a, it's a kid's book. Mm. I was When I was little, I read it to my kids now. It's like a picture book. But it's the it's Three Little pig story but then it's totally retold from the perspective of the big bad wolf. And it makes oh. him sort of like this sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing a dark ride like that where they mm-hmm. like retell a story, but now the villain is somebody you like kind of sympathize a little bit with there's like the big bad wolf seems sort of foolish at the end, but also yeah. you can kind of understand his perspective.
2: It's like uh, Cobra Kai. They did that where they yeah. kind of turn the, the villain from the movie into the hero, uh, Wicked is yeah. another thing that that that, that exactly like exactly. Wicked, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, even Disney does like a series of books where the villain is kind of the the hero. Yeah, Marvel does it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Man maybe Man that's Hito. where it
1: goes. That's how that's how they do it.
2: This yeah. is my side of the story. So is a dark ride. Right? Like this is how I would have had things work out. Yeah, that, it, the whole pre-show could type. be
1: like you know all the villains. Like yeah, let's let, let me set the story straight. Okay? <laughs> let's see yeah, like, this is how
2: stuff works. Like
3: Hades is talking about how annoying Hercules is. Mm. Like like what a
2: jerk. Oh, they're they're playing a takeover of the Magic Kingdom, and and that's what you're watching is they're all getting together to take it over, but they end up just fighting amongst themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're too disorganized to agree on anything. <laughs> It's like, yeah, come back. We'll have a different. We'll plan have a later. different yeah, plan yeah, later. Come yeah, Come back. Come back. See our, and then we'll talk. We'll talk about. And that.
0: You can see each thing they have, and, and it takes you through something and almost, you know, mm-hmm. kills you. Doesn't kill you, but you know what I mean. Like, oh man, this is a death ray, and it, you know, blows well, they're all at fighting
1: you. for your attention. But like, all right, enough for you, Hades. My turn. Yeah, <laughs> <And then, laughs> you you, go, so you transition to the next scene. Is like, this is my story? Exactly.
0: You go yeah. to each scene, and then like
2: you have a little taste of each one. I, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So this is one of my other problems with this guy's scenario. The idea they're just going to leave Tom Sawyer's Island alone. Yeah, that's good and terrible. Well, I, g- I, just, I can't believe that they would get rid of Pecosville, they would get rid of Splash Mountain, and they would leave this. That's phase and, two. Yeah. i put going <laughs> with some food there. I haven't thought that far. It's phase two. Yeah, well, well, it's but, how a how about 10-year <laughs> project, though. I, mean, I don't know. All right,
1: phase three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know we're going to be like, what, 60 or 70? Before they finish that? Yeah. yeah. It'll never be done. We're still going go to go there like,
0: we talked about that.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: They got to do something. Yeah. I mean, Universal, I think about the numbers that Super Mario, that movie, has put up. And, like, yep. my kids have just fallen in love with that franchise over the last couple of weeks because of that movie. Mm-hmm. And then Universal's going to open this Super Mario Land. Mm-hmm. Like, Disney's going to have to do something. They have to have a response.
2: You couldn't be any more right. They have to. We'll know soon enough because if Tiana's opening in about a year and a half, work has got to get started at some point yeah mm-hmm. I maybe mean, right maybe
1: destination d that's when we find out all this stuff and we'll be talking
2: about it i would hope that the scaffolding's the up before then <laughs> I mean, yeah they'll need to yeah yeah
1: well there it is guys that's the uh, the latest rumor mill uh, that's been happening uh, a lot of our stuff based on this video by mickey views and so we would love to hear your thoughts about any of this stuff and uh, as i said all opinions are always welcome on the show And if you want to get in touch with us, we'll tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, y'all, if you want to learn more about us, the Magic r podcast, magicrway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions on anything about these rumors, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com. Or call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us at 1815MOWECEN. That is 1815 weekend thats one 815 MoWeekend. six six nine four two two six. 4226 And of course we have a couple of people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli Does Things with Comics. Eli, what's up?
0: Yeah, uh, you can always visit by site www.ivycomics.com where you see all the projects that I've worked on and made. They're usually forty-eight pages, fully colored. The only ad is for this podcast. So those are Project Geisha, The Molly Be Damned, and Savages. There's also a link to the Magic Highway podcast, so you never miss an episode. You can go ahead listen to it while reading the book. After you go ahead and pick up the book from the Ivory Comics website, mm. never miss a beat. Never miss a beat. So uh, please go ahead and support the arts right there, com. If you want to find me on social media, sometimes I'm around there, but this is how you can find me there, uh, facebook.com, Eli Ivory. as long as you're a real person. It's beautiful to meet you, but if you bot just cannot greet you, cannot afford to take a chance no more, keep sending me all that stuff about Cialis and all other stuff I cannot pronounce.
2: Cialis. Get out out of here. Yeah, pop. man. A friend of mine had a bot. Eli had to call me up and say, guess what? Boss posting on your page, sure man. Dear. Mm-hmm. I had to look into it. I'm like, okay, good. It's not me. It's a friend of mine, and he keeps tagging me in this crap. And yeah, it's a no, bot. Yeah, it's a bot. Yeah, I was worried. I said, D, I can't let the bot get you, bro. <laughs> can't let it get you.
0: Also on Facebook, you can go to the Project Geisha page where some people have been going there, posting up some likes. I appreciate that. So Facebook.com/slash Project Geisha. Instagram. Uh, there as well, you can find me there, e Ivory 504 post it up the hearts and the likes. And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, just bringing me some gladness. Thank you very much.
1: And if you want to take a trip down to Walt Disney World so that you can soak up Magic Kingdom as it is right now, get it all up in there before impending changes take place, you can book it through Rachel. Rachel, what's up?
3: Hey, I will book you before, during, and after <laughs> whatever changes um, Magic Kingdom decides to do. I am so excited to book your next vacation and just help you plan as much or, you know, as little as you'd like. Booking with a travel agent is at no extra cost to you, and it helps support the show, and we're totally honored to help be a part of your vacation. And so you can find me at Our Family Magic at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and YouTube. That's the letter R, and then the words Family Magic, all one word. And then you could also text me or call at 978-432-WISH. And my email, which is actually probably the best way to reach me, is rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at magicrway.com.
1: In addition, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicrway.com. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Rway podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magicrway. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. And any way in which you can support the show is always deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, more weekends, we say quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out.
2: And you are. Bye!